What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. I am still chemical. This is your Monday show. You know what we talk about on Mondays. It's pro wrestling. It's what you guys are here to listen to. And we will start with let's start with a little SmackDown. The SmackDown has the new Queen of the Ring tournament, King of the Ring tournament, and a lot of different stuff going on, which is pretty cool. Then we'll hit some AEW, some notes, some other stuff. Anyways, um, Finn Balor and Sami Zayn will meet in the semifinals. Remember, folks, the finals of these tournaments will happen in Saudi Arabia. So this makes for some interesting things. On the other side of the bracket, you'll see Kofi Kingston versus Jinder Mahal and, and Xavier Woods versus Ricochet. There's no way you're telling me these guys are not heading for a clash. It'll be Kofi versus Woods. I think everyone universally knows what King of the Ring means to uh, Xavier Woods. I I can see he's definitely going to the finals. Like I have no doubt Kofi would have no issues. First of all, I don't think there are issues putting anyone over. But then putting over one of his best friends. I mean, this is clearly where they're heading for Kofi Woods semifinals and Woods to go to the finals. And I was going to say that I thought uh, Sami Zayn was going to win the tournament. But I forgot because of his heritage, he, I don't think he is allowed to go to Saudi Arabia because of that. Because of, uh, I forgot exactly what he is, a Syrian or something like that. So after I saw that uh, Sami Zayn was, oh, Sami Zayn might be the new king of the ring. But they may actually put the crown on Woods. I just don't see them putting in on gender or ricochet. You know, uh, King Rick. I mean, I, he was Prince Puma. I just, I don't see it. So Woods actually might have a chance to win King of the Ring. What he'll do with it, I don't, I don't know. But that could be awesome and just a way to just pat more of New Day stats as, as them being one of the greatest factions groups of all time. On the women's side of things. You have Selena Vega with her second win, and she beat Tony Storm. And then Carmella beat, I can't read my handwriting, oh, Liv Morgan. Um, Selena Vega being Tony Storm was very surprising. Selena Vega and Carmella, who have been aligned, will face off in the semifinals. I have no clue who's going to win this. And after looking at the brackets, on the other side of the brackets is Dewdrop versus Natty, and Shane Baszler versus Dana Brooke. The only person that they can make win is... Shanna Baszler. There's no one on this list once you take Tony Storm out, which would have been a hell of a final, by the way. Tony Storm versus Shanna Baszler. Um, that I can see them making King of the, Queen of the Ring. Excuse me. Um, I just don't see it. You know, it's, this could be why they're building up to be to be this this killer. You know, um, but yeah, the, the Queen of the Ring tournament is really surprisingly weak as far as the women they put in there. But at the same time, you have Becky Lynch's champion, Sasha Banks in a few with her, uh, Bianca Belair in a few with her, uh, Charlotte Flair is a women's champion. Where the blue hell is Oscar? I think she just, I, 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 I think she just came off of no surgery or whatever. But it's clear she's not come, come clear to wrestle. But like, there's this, this is a very underwhelming bracket in my opinion. Um, but that's just my opinion. It's the only person you. You have a Shayna Baszler that can possibly win this thing, and it makes sense for her to win it. But very surprising to have Selena Vega defeat Tony Storm. On top of that, these matches were probably like 
three to six minutes like combined if you include entrances um so i don't think that we even put too much thought into these things if we're being honest so also brock lesnar will return on next week's smackdown paul Heyman will confront him after an excellent um segment where paul Heyman was acknowledging roman reigns and uh, roman reigns picked paul Heyman's face up and said no you need to have you need to tell this everything you're saying to me to brock lesnar next week so this is going to be very interesting. The week before the pay-per-view, we're going to have Paul Heyman confronting Brock Lesnar. And this is, I don't see Brock winning. Brock doesn't need the title. Reigns should not be losing to a part-timer. Reigns is the hottest thing going. And I believe, I just saw a fun fact that Roman Reigns is the top merch seller right now. But he's also top selling merch, top merch seller in as a heel in WWE history, which is not surprising at all. Um, but yeah, that should be fun. And finally, it's not, it's weird because I thought this match would happen to Saudi, but you know what? Maybe Edge doesn't want to go or Rollins doesn't want to go, whatever. But Edge versus Rollins will, com- will commence, will end their feud in Hell in a Cell next week on SmackDown, which, okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, we aren't getting a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, so I guess it's kind of like the substitute. Oh, did we, we did get a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view this year. It was earlier this year because they went Hell in a Cell crazy. I remember now. Yeah, I don't know why they do another Hell in a Cell then. Anyways, that is your SmackDown notes. Uh, let's continue with WWE. Then we'll get to, well, then we'll get to uh, yeah, then we'll get to AEW. Then we'll have the news. Uh, Raw, Draft Night 2. Uh, I was thinking about dropping a little extra content but i just didn't eh, it's just a draft it it did nothing special it wasn't like when bobby lashley or biggie both won the WWE. it just it feels the same uh so raw drafted becky lynch the hurt business seth rollins damian priest priest aj styles omos kevin owens street profits Finn Balor, Karrion Cross, Alexa Bliss, and Gable Steveson, who they gave the NFL treatment to once he was drafted. They had a pre-tape of him and his family clapping and hugging because he was drafted to Raw. It was corny, and it was wackamundo. Um, apparently, it was a thought of breaking the Street Profits up, which I think we all kind of saw coming after that excellent one-on-one match he had with Roman Reigns. Um, but they didn't... I mean... I. First of all, the main event scene, as far as top names goes, is loaded. At the same time, we got to remember, AJ Styles is still in the tag team division. Randy Orton's still in the tag team division. Matt Riddle's still in the tag team division. So, like, for as many big-time names as they have, they're a lot of them are relegated to the mid-card right now. So, there's not a lot of uh, main event tours that are, like, even though they're big names, there's not a lot of main event tours that are currently being treated as main event tours. Um, SmackDown got the Usos, Sasha Banks, Nakamura, Rick Boogs, Sheamus, Shayna Baszler, Zaya Lee, the Viking Raiders, Ricochet, Angel Garza, Umberto Carrillo, Cesaro, Ridge Holland, which was a surprise that they're breaking him up from Pete Dunne. Sami Zayn was the very last pick. He was Mr. Irrelevant, which I'm sure he just loved. Uh, and so, back to my thoughts are... Uh, oh, and by the way, 
the only women's tag team that is currently left that wasn't broken up in the draft is the current women's tag team champions, which isn't the real team, of Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley. So that's just fun fact there for you. NXT, the only thing to me noteworthy of this before we hit AEW notes is Halloween Havoc will be back and Champa will defend his NXT championship against Rex Steiner, Braun Breaker. There's no way they're putting Braun Breaker in this main event this early for him to lose. So I, there's nothing, there's no prediction here. It has to be Braun Breaker winning the NXT championship. It's clear to see big things in him. From the little I've saw of him, he looks good. Um, NXT still hasn't hit me in the funny bone like it used to, or in that spot, that special spot or whatever. Um, but you know what? That's cool. You know, it's, it's not for me right now. Maybe I could come back to it in, in, in a few months and it will be more polished and better. Um, as I get to know these names as well and just see some of their older stuff. But I just don't think that they're going to... If Triple H and Shawn Michaels are still running NXT like it's a rumored air quotes and doing air quotes, you can't see me doing air quotes. I don't think they'll make the same mistake that the main roster or Vince McMahon makes and putting these new people in these main event positions and then not putting the belts on them. I I, I think we already knew once Champa won that championship. She said, I thought it was going to be Pete Dunne. If it was Pete Dunne, I don't think this match would be happening personally. But once they put the belt on Champa, I just assumed he was a transitional champion immediately. And once they teased that match between him and Braun Breaker, I was like, this is where they're heading without a doubt. So, uh, but that's to me the only thing newsworthy of that. I said AEW. Uh, the news of the week obviously was Hangman Adam Page being the Joker in the Casino Ladder match. He is back. He is not just a Joker. He is the winner and the current number one contender for the World Heavyweight Championship, Kenny Omega's World Heavyweight Championship. And here's what I'm thinking: because people are like, how are they going to do this? Daniel Bryan's currently in the middle of this feud and he's going through the elite members and et cetera, et cetera. You don't have to have him win this match at full gear. You can have this be a thing where they want to get as many eyes on this thing as possible. They've been averaging over a million point three, I think. You can have this thing be to where Bryan challenges, Bryan loses. <clears throat> then Hangman says, the same way Omega won at Winners Coming last year and won the AEW World Heavyweight Championship on national TV, you can have uh, Hangman do the same thing, you know. So this this we need to come slow our rolls. They they he came back, he won his chance back. He has he was on paternity leave. It's clear whether to me it's clear that they're sticking to the plan. And Hangman will be your next AEW World Heavyweight Champion. That's gonna be awesome. Uh and it's a fun match too to watch. Uh Sammy Guevara beats Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish sold the hell out of a GTH. Uh, and Bobby Fish has officially signed with AEW. For me, I like him. I just know he's injury prone, so it doesn't do anything for me personally. But Happy's getting another opportunity in a big company. I also know he has, I believe he has a deal with MLW, which we'll get to some news on MLW later. Um, but that's cool too. They did do it. It was rumored that it will be a uh, secondary title introduced. For a woman, it has been introduced. It's the TBS title. And um, it will be a tournament to decide when a champion will be will happen. It looks the same as the TNT Championship. I, I heard something from Wrestling where Regret, Brian Zane. He said he didn't feel like the women's division needed the second title. Enough. I think that is a way to have a title defended on a more consistent basis. 
um, except for just big shows and pay-per-views. But I also think it's a way, because I do think they're bolstering their women's division. I think with the acquisitions of Ruby Soho, I think now some of these restrictions are being lightened. You're seeing Rio on TV more. Serena Deep just turned heel, which we'll talk about in a second. You still have Hikiro Shida, who is the longest reigning champion, period, in, in, um, in AEW history. Um, to me, I disagree with that respectfully because I think there's enough talent on this roster. Because if you look at this, Jay Cargill's undefeated and been number one contender for a while. But you have a heel already, and do you really want Cargill to lose quick? Because Cargill t- shouldn't be tapping. Every other face surprisingly has tapped out. They don't have a problem with making people tap out in this in, in this in this uh, company. But I just don't see Jay Cargill tapping out though to Britt Baker. I think that's that hurts a bit of Cargill's mystique. And so for me. I think this is a good way of just keeping some people on television and also giving, like you still have people like Abaddon, Abaddon who I've been, had the pleasure of working with for her uh, here in Denver. And um, she just have by transformation of like losing 30 pounds or whatever. But to me personally, um, I think this is a good idea, but also at the same time, here's my thing. I think this gives, this, this is because to me, the path is simple. The same way the path is for the AEW heavyweight championship. The path to that, AEW Women's Championship is Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. That is, to me, there's no other path it can be. Thunder Rosa is the only person that can be the one to take that championship off of Britt Baker. And I do have an early prediction. My prediction of the finals. I have no clue who's going to be in this tournament. We saw some people talk like Thunder Rosa, whatever, whatever. My prediction, I'm going to hold myself to it. You guys are going to hold me to it too, I know. The finals would be Ruby Soho and Jay Cargill with Ruby Soho going over and causing Cargill to get her first loss in AEW. But it will make the TBS championship feel that much more important. Uh, I just think Ruby Soho is over. I think I think people like her. Uh, and I think she's just, I, I think she she's one of those people where you won't appreciate her until you see her with a championship. Then you're like, man. I know she was good, but damn, she is that good. Like, to me, for some reason, like, to me, Shawn Michaels was always better when he was chasing. When he was a world champion, he was still great. He was still Shawn Michaels. But he was always better. The story was always told just a little bit better. Frustrating, though, as a fan with Shawn because he did so well. To me, Ruby Soho is one of those people that you want to see her succeed. You want to see gold around her waist. And you want her to just walk out with that smile and have that belt around her waist. That's my prediction, even though I don't know who's in this tournament. These two men haven't been in a tournament, even though they did uh, promos for it. But if they're in it, I'm guessing those two are going to be in the finals. Um, I just don't see anyone else that could be in the finals. Like, uh, Sheeta's a former women's champion. Thunder Rosa, we know where her path is going. Um, Rio, she's a former women's champion. I just, Nala Rose, I'm sure she might be in it, but I don't, she, no, she's a former women's champion. This is the ch- chance to give two new people the spotlight. So that's what I'm going with. Um, Arn Anderson did it. This was a great segment where he's outside of Cody's home. He's burning stuff and he's saying the suits are too much and everything. And he's, and I didn't realize this until someone posted on Instagram and they had, they had the caption. He looked at Cody and he said, all you gotta do is pin a star on your face and things will be better. And then he's, he tells him to take off his ties, expensive tie. And, uh, Cody's right before Arn's about to, Arn's about to burn the tie. Cody grabs his arm and says, you don't need, you need to do that. And Arn smacks him in the face. This is like old school. I've, you know what it reminds me of? Creed 2. I don't know if you guys have seen that. But it's like he goes back to basics in order to fight Ivan Drago's son. To me, it's like 
aren't taking Cody back to basics. Like, dude, you shouldn't be liked. And even the promo he carried, he said, dude, when you're winning, people are like, yeah, they're rooting for you. But you're not winning. To me, it's just a oh, tough love. I know everyone wants Cody to turn heel. The super elite is already the super elite for a reason. I just, I, I don't know if they need Cody. I think Cody's done well on his own. But because of that stipulation, he doesn't have anything to fight for. Um, because he can't get a world championship match. This is different, though. You know, I'm on the fence. I'm a huge Cody fan. I am on the fence because I don't know if he should turn heel right. I think this spot where he's kind of lost, he probably might need to find. And we, if we see a heel Cody, it's not going to be till next year. I think, in my opinion, when he turns heel, it will be next year. It won't be here. It will be him having to get back to basics. And I think honestly, he should continue losing. You know, if him and Alistair Black fight, or uh, what's his name? Not Alistair Black. Fucking Tommy Ann fight again. I think Cody should lose again. I think he should, should lose to these bigger names until finally Arn says, look here, dude, wake the F up. You know? But I love this segment. I love everything Arn Anderson is doing. Arn is, Arn, Arn is thing are just used to perfection, but Arn is just, mwah. Last two weeks have been fantastic. Sheeta um, was going for a 50th win. It just felt like she was going to lose because they did all the setup with the glass and, hey, she was 50th win. And she didn't win. She actually tapped out to Serena D, which she's going to get the 50th win, the first 50th win in women's history in AEW. It was clear that they, this was meant to turn Serena D Hill. She smashed uh, Sheeta with the, 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 the glass afterwards. She's going to get it. it just kinda, They're making her earn it. And, and so I thought this was kind of awesome. Uh, to see her, once see Serena Deep back, but also just see her being used well and her saying, look look here, I'm I'm here. What you want to do about it? So that was cool. And also to start the show, you had the Super Elite. They took out Christian and they won the match against Daniel uh, Brian Danielson. Um, that's going to take a little bit of getting used to. Against Brian Danielson, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus. Um, this, the, the Super Elite's going to get theirs. You know, it just takes, it's going to take a little bit of time, but they're going to get theirs in the long run. It's going to be fantastic to watch. So let's hit some news and notes and then we're going to get the F out of here. Uh, wow. Women of Wrestling is back. And it's funny because Jeannie Buss is involved in it, helping bring it back, as well as AJ Mendez, the former AJ Lee, will be an executive producer on it. Tessa Blanchard already signed up to be a part of it. Uh, there's a ton of jokes right there in itself. Um, but we'll save those for the internet because the internet is undefeated. Uh, I believe that's our Mercedes Martinez is going to be a part of it as well. Um, I enjoy WoW before, you know. Same way I can enjoy WNBA. To me, it's still the same shit, just basketball. You know, I don't see women walking around, so I'm like, ugh, disgusting. To me, I enjoy WoW, so I'm happy it's back. Look here, Tessa Blanchard, I don't know what her personal issues are. I don't know if it's, they were telling the truth about her. She could be, she could be a steaming racist. I'm sure a lot of my favorite wrestlers are steaming racist stuff for being real. They just haven't been caught yet. Um, but she is too talented talented to be off someone's roster. But I will say this. If she has problems in WoW, she won't get another opportunity. And that's unfortunate. But she is too talented to be... Because at this point, she's been married for a year now. You're not spending that much... No one likes anyone that much to spend that much time with people. So she's too talented to be off the roster. Someone's roster. It's clear AEW does not want her, or because the way they're signing talent, they would have signed her already. It's clear AEW does not want her. But you know, 
she needs to be somewhere. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, WWE, apparently, according to the Observer, wants to make Gabe Stevenson's debut at WrestleMania. I'm interested to see they have, they see big a big future in him. So I'm interested to see if he when he if and when he does debut if it is at WrestleMania, which should, supposedly is going to be two nights again. So they'll have the time to do it. Uh, we will see uh, who the, his first opponent will be. It'll be interesting. Uh, also, the Observer has reported that New Japan is close to a TV deal, and that is not a major TV deal, but it will have it will give more Americans access to their product, which is very important. So that's awesome for them. Will Ospreay is heading to MLW, and Will Ospreay has made some comments about how he would embarrass Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, and CM Punk, which Don Cal replied uh, replied to saying, "How by trying to cut a promo? Ouch." Um, that will be interesting to watch. And, well, we know this the Forbidden Door is not closing anytime soon. It's clear what they're... We're going to see all these, air quotes, dream matches. Uh, so I'm excited for it. And before we, before I forget, because I didn't write this in my notes, you're still your GCW champion, John Moxley. I'm surprised he's the champion. I thought he was just going to transition the belt back to Nick Gage. Um, but John Moxley's the real MVP of wrestling right now. He's doing whatever he can, whenever he can, just to put so many different companies on the map, whether it's him wrestling different New Japan wrestlers or or GCW, just he's the to me he's one of the true MVPs of just 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 time in wrestling. Speaking of MLW, back to them, they had a their one of their biggest matches of all time, a title for title match. Alexander Hammerstone ends the historic reign of Jacob for two, and he becomes a new MLW World heavyweight champion i did watch this match i don't watch much mlw but i did watch this match because i had a feeling once they put title for title that jacob for two's run was unfortunately coming to an end but it was a this was the, the year of long runs ending <laughs> you had nick all this now you have this it, this was the year of long runs ending and long runs still continuing as we see in roman reigns so that was an awesome match check out mlw i don't know if i don't know where you can find their stuff if you're not trying to pay for it um, maybe it might be on YouTube somewhere. I doubt it though. But and lastly, but not least, and a bit of sad news. Um, Reggie Parks, the King of Belts, has passed away. Rest in peace to him after a short bout with COVID. Um, Reggie Belts, for those of you who are not familiar with that name, you have seen his work. You've admired his work over the years. Whether it was the Winged Eagles W W E Heavyweight Championship. Or the Attitude Era WWE Championship that Stone Cold promptly took after WrestleMania 14. Reggie Parks was a part of all that. He is the one that is a part of all of our uh, fandom for belts. I am not a belt collector myself, a belt air quotes mark myself. As a matter of fact, the only prop I have from wrestling or from comic books I just got maybe a month or two ago is a Captain America Stealth Shield. Because I always wanted a shield as a prop. Um, otherwise I don't, I'm, I've never been a, a, I've been an action figure cut there as we got, as you guys know, but I've never been a, a fan of, or Mark for belts, air quotes, I know that's what they, the term they use, but, um, but yeah, rest in peace to him, all the work he's done, he, his legacy is cemented, um, but it was, it's awesome though, you know, to, to, uh, to, to, to have the long career he had and the respect he had, like, People like people just know that name. Like if you're deep enough in wrestling circles, so that was awesome. So, uh, rest in peace to him. Sorry, my condolences to his family and and anyone who is a huge belt collector and 
ever bought a belt from him, a custom belt. Um, uh, sorry for your loss, you know, but it was tremendous life. So rest in peace to him. That was your Monday show. Oh, that kind of zoomed by really fast. I wasn't trying to talk that fast, but um, I guess I was super excited to do a show this week. I don't know why. I was super excited. Anyway, sorry about that. Anyways, you guys who are going to be at Indiana Comic Con this week, Friday, October 15th, 3 p.m., there will be uh, a panel I'm at. Um, I should probably say the room number. I don't know the room number, actually, though. Um, I'll repeat all this information on Wednesday, Wednesday's show, but I will be there from 3 to 4 doing the panel, then 4 to 5 meet and greet. Come, say hi. Good to meet you. I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. I have to get caught up on uh, Titans, um, and then we'll talk about that. So that was your Monday show. So chemical. We're out.